Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And today we are talking about upcoming movies. Something different this Something week. different. Yeah, we're not talking about one specific movie. Mm-hmm. I like we, these episodes when we, we do this. We are dead in the middle of movie season right yes. now. So like my weeks are pretty <laughs> much, I'm at a theater sometimes twice a day. One Every at, day. One in the morning, one at night, one in the afternoon, one at night. Um, because all these movies want to be in the, they want to get nominated. So you've got to right. hurry and get, get them, them in out, the theater right. for a certain amount of time um, so that they qualify to be nominated for, um, you know, the Golden Globes or an Oscar or something like that. And so it is that time of year where there is so much to see. Mm-hmm. And so we thought we would talk about the films that we think you should see, the films that um, we think are going to get nominated, and then the ones that everyone's are ta- that everyone is talking about as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, it's interesting this year, too, because because the Oscars are, are earlier. Like, they're the first weekend in February. Yeah, usually Coming it's up in, in 2020, and it's in, in March. Early early to mid-March, usually, yeah. yeah. So I, does that lessen the time that no, the because every move it movie, back? No, because every movie has to be screened before the end of the year in a theater. Okay. And when you're a critic, so I'm a film critic, but I'm not a member yet of, like, the Salt Lake um, film, film um, society. society. Um, and if, if I was a member of that, and hopefully that'll happen pretty soon, um, then you get sent screeners as well. So yeah. if you don't make, if you hadn't made it to the film or the screening that was in the, th- they're, they're going to send you all the screeners right. of everything that's been nominated so that you can watch it again, especially if, for the critics choice awards, they want to make sure all the critics have seen all of those films as well. All those nominations have gotten in. And so, um, you know, sometimes, yes, you need to see them in the theater so you can give your review for that weekend that it comes out, but as far as for everything that's going to get nominated or to put your nomination in, they'll send you what they call a screener, which is basically a DVD with a print on it that says, this is owned by us. We know you're watching it. Don't sell don't it. Don't record it. Don't. We know who we sent this to. Yeah. Um, shoot, I don't remember what I was going to say. Anyway. So, so these are kind of the movies that between now and the end of the year, maybe they're already in the theater right mm-hmm. now, or maybe they're coming out soon, that, that you guys listening should keep an eye out for. Yeah. And sometimes the film where we'll have seen it as a critic, but they will not actually um, screen it in every city. Right. And so there are films that will be nominated for an award, but they won't actually be released nationwide until after Oscars have come out. And so people mm-hmm. are like, I don't understand. I haven't seen that. It was probably screened because it has to be screened in a certain amount of theaters or a certain amount of times. It right, doesn't have right. to be screened in every theater. And so there are a couple of movies that um, I thought were opening this last weekend, but they weren't just because I had seen it. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's opening right. in Salt Lake or in Utah, right. but it opened somewhere, some big cities somewhere right. to LA, get enough. New York, yeah, Chicago. Chicago. And typically like in January or so after the nominations have come out, you start seeing them pop up in the theaters and yes. running in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great time to like, cause the end of the year I think is busy for a lot of people. You got holiday stuff going on and, and right. everything else. It's a great time to catch up on your movies. Well, oh, it's for also sure. their megaplex. And I'm not sure if Cinemark does this too, but I know the megaplex does it for sure is that as soon as the nominations are up for Oscars, they actually sell a pass yes. where you can go and see every, um, major movie that has been nominated for a film. So like Best Picture, Best, um, actor. Best Actor, Best Actress, you can go see those films. Um, so they'll bring those back into theaters for a certain amount of time awesome. so that you can go see them. So look for that as well. Yeah. Um, I cool. found a list of 25 movies you need to see before the 2020 Academy Awards. Okay, um, This is on E! Online. So I thought we would just kind of run through these really quick and we can match it up with, I think you have a list from Variety. Variety is like 42, so okay. it's quite a few more. <laughs> 
and I've got Rotten Tomatoes. So. And so you've got Rotten Tomatoes. So Rotten the- Tomatoes is a joke site. Bunch <laughs> <laughs> of hacks over there. We don't believe that. Um, we don't, no. So one of the movies, and I'm actually getting um, to see it this week, uh, is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is the number yes. one on the top of this list. Now, this is the movie um, about Fred Rogers. Fred Rogers, and it has our favorite Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think it's going to be um, a Best Actor I can uh, see nomination that. Um, and a Best Supporting Actor nomination um, is what they're saying in this. Um, so maybe not strong enough for Best Picture. Um, the no. Best Picture category is going to be crazy it's this year be because there are so many are good films. And I have to say there might be two superhero movies um, nominated, and I know not a lot of people now that think they've Joker. Expanded. I know now people yeah. don't think Joker is a superhero or supervillain movie, but it actually is. Yep, absolutely. And so, if Joker and Endgame get nominated, that will be something that we've never seen before. That would be phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sad to hear that this probably won't get nominated, or it's not on their list of, of movies to watch to get nominated, just because I do think it's going to be a really great movie. But mm-hmm. I do think the field is just too yeah too competitive this year. It's going to be a really tough race yeah. for sure. But but I think it's got everything that I want in a movie. It's got a feel good story, right? Mm-hmm. It's got a great actor in in Tom Hanks. And and it's going to be interesting too because it's not a biopic pick of Fred Rogers. This mm-hmm. is a movie about. It's based on a true story about a guy who was doing an interview. He, he was doing a story on Mr. Rogers and kind of felt like Mr. Rogers. There's got to be a dark side. There's got to be a fraud. He's got to right. be. He can't be what he's what he portrays himself to be. And meets Fred Rogers and realizes no, he actually was he's, this yeah. guy. So it's kind of his story with Fred Rogers in it. Yeah. Um, which I think is kind of an interesting take. I, I like it. It's kind of a fresh view on that. Um, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to go to the next movie. If yeah. you're done talking yeah. about. So the next movie on their list is Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, you know, last year, Marvel cracked that nut of oh. getting Black Panther nominated mm-hmm. for Best Picture for an Academy Award. But will that happen two years in a row? Um, they don't think so on this list. They think that it will probably have one nomination in the Best Visual Effects I category. I was going to say, that's probably uh, where it's going to fall. But I would really, really like it to be nominated. I, I would love to see Robert Downey Jr. nominated for Iron Man. I don't think that'll happen think either, either, but it could ha- possibly happen at one of the other Golden um, Globe, a critic's a Golden choice, Globe, I could critic see. choice, a SAG or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, it bothers me that people just automatically hate these big movies. I mean, it is now the highest grossing film of all time. And mm-hmm. that means something to me. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you can't just have a mediocre film be that it has to be it, a good film. It doesn't need to be a great film to be that. It needs to be a a good film and it needs to have a good following and it needs to have been marketed the right way. Right. Like it takes a lot of things to make a film get to that point. And I don't think that we should be kicking a film down because it was, that it was successful. popular. So therefore yeah. it's not good. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think there's something to be said too. Sometimes they, they will nominate a movie that's part of a series or give the award to a movie that's part of the series that to, to kind of recognize the accomplishment of the series as a whole. Yeah. And this has been going on for 10 years, over mm-hmm. a decade now that we've had these Marvel films and they have changed the landscape of Hollywood and in a lot of negative ways, maybe, but also in a lot of really positive ways. Absolutely. People well, are going those, to movies again 
and they were kind of slowing down when yeah. when the Marvel movies started coming out. In what twenty two films, right? Yep. In, in those twenty two films, there were maybe three films that were mediocre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, three. Or the Dark World. Yeah. Why is that always the first one you go to? <laughs> because it's, it's the it's worst. Because <laughs> it's true. Okay, the next one on this list is Bombshell. I have not. I'm um, interested seen in this, this one. film. Um, so this film is a story about Fox News women who brought down Roger. Is it Roger Ailes? Ailes. Um, and they think um, that it could be a slam dunk for Best Picture. They also think um, that for Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress, you have um, Charlize Theron. Um, you've got, um, she's portraying Megan Kelly, which I can't see, wait to see. She you have Margot Robbie. like her. Who who is also in this film, and the script was by the people who did the Big Short. That's right. So mm-hmm. they think it could possibly be nominated for best, best original screenplay. screenplay as well. So best actress, best supporting actress, and best uh, original screenplay. The trailer for that looks film. really good. Those yeah. those Nicole Kidman, Charlize Theron, and Margot Robbie look like they are bringing their well, A game. And, and this is the perfect type of movie that does typically get nominated for yeah. the Oscar. It's taking a, a hot a hot topic, topic right now, yeah. mm-hmm. and it should be a hot topic right now. It should right. be something that we're talking about and it's you know portraying that on film in a in a good way i think yeah it'll they get nominated for sure best um hair um makeup and hairstyling in this film i can see that the next Shirley one Theron is, has megan kelly she looks just she like looks megan kelly would it be to portray someone that is still doing their job. Right, like yeah, not right. Like, this is the second time Margot Robbie will be portraying someone that is still alive mm-hmm. in somewhat of a, you know, biopic esque yeah. kind of film. Right. Um, but how interesting to be in a world right now that is so volatile towards this whole kind of thing and you're stepping into a character which people either really love or hate Megan Kelly. Oh yeah. You know, and the, the, the people that really love her really love her to the point where you could have death threats if mm-hmm. you're playing something negative. Yep. The people that hate her are the same way. And <laughs> well, so oh, yeah. this is, this is going to be one of those movies that depending on which side of the aisle you're on politically yep. is going to determine whether or not you like this movie for a lot of people. I yeah. totally agree with that. The next movie they have on the list is Cats. Now, this is the thing. Cats is either going to be the worst movie of the year made for me, or it's going to be amazing. I don't think it's going to be a middle of the road. No, no, they're swinging swinging for the fences on this one. And I just, right now, I'm really, I'm scared. Um, This terrifies me. But again, it could be a total disaster, or it could be like Best Picture. It's directed by um, Tom Tom Hooper, um, Best Supporting Actress for Jennifer Hudson, maybe. But they really think that Best Production Design and Best Original Song um, for Beautiful Ghosts um, by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Taylor Swift could probably be one of those. So. This movie looks in, totally weird, and like I've never cared for the musical Cats. Yeah, I have generally. I just think cats are dicks. But <laughs> so. but what I will say is, so my grandma was way into Cats, uh-huh. the the musical, not so much the animal. But okay. And this looks like everything I've ever seen that she bought that had something with cats on it. So I think for the audience that loves this musical that made it the longest running show on Broadway. Right. But this is the thing just is going to like this. I don't know. Because I don't know, but I Into think so. The Woods to me did not translate from Broadway to the big screen. No, but I feel like this looks to me like cats. Right, but I'm just saying, like, it doesn't always translate. I Into agree. the Woods looked beautiful. When I saw the trailers yeah. for Into the Woods, I was like, the sets are amazing, the, all the actors are right, the mm-hmm. costumes are great, look at the coloring, and then I watched the movie, and I was like... 
Yeah. So I don't know. Again, it could be well, totally greater. It could sink. It, but it, it totally um, could. on here, they don't have anything but best production design, yeah. best original song, which I get, those are things, sure. but it's not any of the big categories. This, um, this will be Zonzon's favorite for sure. Oh, Zonzon. <laughs> He's going to watch it in the theater, just curled up in a ball. Multiple crying. times. He's yeah. going to love it. He's going <laughs> to love it. Yeah. Um, Dolomite is my name is the next one on this list. And Eddie I have Murphy. to say, I love this film. I did go screen it on the big screen. This is a Netflix movie. Now, there's right. a big controversy there's about a couple of those coming. Um, the Netflix and Amazon movies that are coming out. They go out, they screen for like a weekend or a week. It's, um, it's and then taking they, the theaters off. They yeah. don't like that short window. Yeah. And it will, it's ticking what people are saying, like real filmmakers off, but this is yeah. the thing. It's a real film. I am so excited to see Eddie Murphy back on the big screen. He has, um, another comedy, a stand up comedy show. He's coming back to stand up, which he's getting paid a ton of money for it, but he's one of my favorite stand up comedians. They are thinking, um, best actor nomination for him in this. Mm. This oh, movie is so great, awesome. but it's so rated R Jake. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm telling you That's is good that if you, if you decide that for some reason, you want to watch this film because you want to watch all of the best nominated films or whatever, make sure your kids are not even around your house. It's good. It's a good, good <laughs> because advice. Because it is so rated R, but it is so fantastic. Yeah. I, it, I didn't know it was based on a true story because I didn't know a lot about this actual actor slash comedian who had put together this really horrible movie, um, Dolomite, back in the day. and yeah. Back in the exploitation film. Yeah, yes. and, and he did it, and, he, and it was so fun but it was also just great in this film to see them pulling filmmakers from UCLA and making this film totally illegally, you know, and, but, but Eddie Murphy, it was him. I, I don't mind when he does his cheesy comedy movies, right. but this was great because he was the, he's the Eddie Murphy that I remember seeing growing up. I shouldn't have been watching it mm -hmm. right. growing up because it was right. not appropriate for me, but there is something about Eddie Murphy when he gets in where you know he's in his spot, yeah. you know, and he's doing what he really wants to be doing, and he's in the groove. He and this film, it was so great. Did you ever see Bowfinger? Yes, with Steve Martin. Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh, why? <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Yes. It's, it's a movie yeah. about making movies. Yes, it just yes, kind of yes, reminded yes, me. I would, I would love to see Eddie Murphy get a nomination for that would be great for yeah. acting in this, just because yeah. he is a great performer and. I think a lot of times He's when someone is a kind of falling off comic the radar for a performer, while. you don't necessarily think of them as a serious mm -hmm. actor, even yeah. though they're just as talented, if not yeah. more, than a lot of the serious yeah. actors out there. And for so. this movie to get nominated at all, because it's really not a movie that goes along with what you would see at the Oscars. I could see it at any other of the shows, but it would be really great to see that. The next movie they have on the list is Downton Abbey. I have not seen the I show. Seen I have the show not seen the movie. the movie. They're saying best makeup and hairstyling, best costume design, best production design, best supporting actress. Um, I I don't know because I haven't seen again. I haven't I've, seen I've the movie. I've heard it's entertaining. Seen the show. I heard yeah. if you've liked the show, you'll love the movie. It's exactly if you what haven't liked the, the show. Likes, it's a yeah. period piece. If you it's, don't like, if you haven't seen the show, you'll still probably enjoy it. Yeah, um, but not as much as somebody who's into so the show. We're just bored. We've I've seen, seen yeah, we've seen like four of the seasons. My wife and I, uh -huh. and it's good. I mean, it's good. It's well written. It's well acted because it's yeah. British, and British actors are always <laughs> really good. And they're, I mean, they're always just really solid. And so I'm sure that the movie itself is probably pretty good. But I don't know that it's anything that we haven't Rush seen out on the PBS. It's not groundbreaking. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the BBC show. It's, it's and a then BBC it played on, bigger budget. Yeah, but. 
how much of a bigger budget do you need for what this movie would be? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like with all the other movies that are out there, yeah. this is fine, afternoon tea, but I want something a I think this is, this is great for the audience that loves Downton Abbey, but I don't know that I, I would see it being a best picture no, or anything right. like that. No, I don't um, agree. The Farewell, which is a film that I missed the screening of, um, it came out in Sundance. It, then they released it. it. I really want to see this film. Um, and it, they think best supporting actress, um, best original screenplay. Um, and this is one of those films that you don't think when they pitch it to you, the idea, or they send you the little thing of, we're going to go screen this movie this weekend. You're like, what am I going to go right. screen? And then you see the trailer and then you hear all of, you know, the talk about it. And I really like, I want to go see this movie, the farewell. So, and I love anything that takes a look at, at a, a culture that I'm not a right. part of. And I get to right. learn a little bit more about how they view something like their grandmother's passing and how they cope with it. And you you see the differences, but at the same time you see how really, similar everybody is right well, and i just love that aquafina who started out as a rapper mm -hmm. um and then we saw her in um i thought she started as a bottled water that's a different <laughs> spelling of aquafina but that's funny i'm sure that joke has never been made had been named or made before um <laughs> what was i liked it the asian movie that came out last year that i really loved but uh, it was a love pretty story. Pretty rich Asians. Uh, or, not pretty rich not, Asians. No, but no, it why was. Why can't I think of it right now? <laughs> <laughs> crazy rich Asians. Crazy yes. rich Asians. Crazy. It wasn't pretty she rich was Asians. Crazy. Right. Rich crazy. crazy. You were way off. She crazy. was in Crazy Rich Asians, and <laughs> yeah. she was the comedic, you know, person. Which she is a comedian and a rapper. Mm -hmm. um, and now she is in this movie, and they think that she could possibly be nominated for um, best awesome. supporting for actress. I think is fantastic. I love when I see a story like that out there. The next. Next movie is another one I get to screen next week, and it's Ford versus Ferrari. I'm very um, excited to see this one. This one has everything. It's a race car movie, which we haven't seen in a long time. You've got right. Matt Damon. You've got Christian Bale. Christian Bale is actually using his own voice for once. <laughs> so if you ever wanted to hear what Christian Bale actually sounds like, go watch this film. You'll be surprised because people are always thrown off when he goes up to an acceptance award. Uh -huh. And he sounds like Eliza Doolittle before <laughs> she gets her voice fixed. That's what he sounds like in real life. Mm -hmm. um, but they think. Uh, best actor um, could probably be up there um, and then best sound editing best sound mixing best editing and best picture nomination and it's from the same director who did Walk the Line and Logan yes. mm -hmm. um, that one looks that one uh, that one I think could kind of branch because often oftentimes we have the art film and then we have the the action films the and more this one's kind of an arty action film yeah it kind of bridges that gap between the popular and the arty mm -hmm. I um, love the coloring of this film in the trailer that uh -huh. I see so yeah. I just really and if really you don't impressive. know the story this is the story of how Ford um, creates the Shelby um, Carol Shelby is the guy in the movie and he, they create this car to go up against the Ferrari and beat it um, in the it, Le Mans 24 hour yes. race and so it's I just love in the trailer when he's like well if this was a beauty pageant we would have we just lost <laughs> because yeah. the Shelby at first we all know the Shelby is a really pretty car now yeah, I would love to beautiful. have me a Shelby but looking at the Ferrari back then and what oh, yeah. Ford was producing Ford wasn't producing a car to be pretty and be raced Ford produced a car for the everyday man, man. woman right. to be able to get back and forth to work to be able to do those things and so it was 
wasn't really thinking about speed and beauty at the time. And uh, then they created the Shelby. So if you want to learn anything about, you know, the background. And I love race car movies. It's one oh, of yeah. my favorite uh, genres. So I'm very excited about this. And I think Matt Damon up against Christian Bale is is Yeah, those great. are two heavy hitters for sure. Frozen 2 is next. Of course, they think that Frozen 2 will be best animated feature, best original song. Yeah. Um, Going to make a lot of money. I, I mean, Toy Story 4 also could mm-hmm. be in the best animated feature. I mean, it's probably on this list, but um, I, I, I don't know what I feel about Frozen 2 yet. I really enjoyed I, not, Toy Story 4. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not grooving on that one. I'll, I'll check it out, but... I've, I've got some girls at home I, that are going to love it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, but, I saw the original Frozen the weekend it came out, and I thought, oh, this is really good, and I liked it a lot. And then it just became this behemoth in this pop culture that kind of took over everything. And now, so does that make the movie horrible? No, 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 not by any means. No, I'm just wondering though because some people do. They think that they're like, well, it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Well, I never watched a Game of Thrones, so they feel all cool about it. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have to hate a movie that's so popular. But I do think that there might be some pushback because people are just like. I'm so kind of over frozen, even though it's still extremely popular. I think if the way I feel about it is just like any other sequel, if they have a story to tell right, and it works, then I'm all for it. If, and I, I don't mean to make this sound like I get that people make movies to make money. Right. Disney definitely does. And so if it's just a money grab though, then I don't like it as much. I like there to be a story and substance to 100% it. And I, agree. I mean, that really profits are what, what's driving the Frozen 2 movie, but I'm hoping that there's a good story and substance behind yeah. it. I'm well. really worried. After seeing a Maleficent 2 um, and how kind of darker it was, and I'm just, I'm kind of worried about Frozen 2, but we'll see. The next yeah. one on the list is Harriet. Um, this that is the story really about good. Harriet Tubman. I watched this film. I cried, like not sobbing cried, but I had like tears because just the struggle. And a lot of critics um, and people... Um, who are historians are not liking the film because they are saying it's a lot of fluff. It's not as dramatic as it needs to be for something of, for this story, basically. Mm, mm. Um, and what I have to say to that is, is what I say every time when it when it comes to a movie that's a historical fiction movie. Historical fiction movies are not biopics. Historical fiction movies are do- not documentaries. Historical fiction movies are movies that filmmakers make to spark your interest on a topic that you probably wouldn't um, know anything about. And for someone like me, and I've learned about Harriet Tubman through school, the little bit that they did, right. not, they don't go into her a lot, um, and learned about through reading things, especially what our culture is going through right now, but I didn't know a lot about it. So going to watch this film and seeing what I saw sparked interest for me to learn about more more of it. Cool. Right. Okay. That's a good sign. So, so that's what this style of movie is about. It's not to tell you the accurate portrayal or history of what went on because that's not always entertaining. And this is right. an entertaining slash historical fiction movie. Well, and, and I think, yeah, you can definitely get into a lot of the nitty gritty and especially when we're talking about topics like slavery and escaped slaves mm-hmm. and things like that. There's a lot of nitty gritty to get into that is just awful and horrendous. However, putting together a movie that's going to reach a broad audience, just like you said, Val, encourage someone to go and learn more about Harriet Tubman yeah. is a positive Absolutely. thing. And it does, there are parts of this movie that are a little bit hard to watch. And they should, they, be. They they should do, be. They do get into it, but I, I can see both aspects. I can yep. see the aspect of how some people think it's not enough. Right. Um, because they really want people to know more, 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 more. But it's a good stepping stone to get 
to there. Um, the fact that this movie was made and made well, I mean, this movie was made well. Mm-hmm. The the cinematography, it was a beautiful movie to watch. I think um, Best Actress uh, for Cynthia, is it Erivos? I think is Not how sure. you say it. Um, she was magnificent. Um, best Original Song, um, they also think it's called Stand Up. Um, the music of this film, I the, the minute I left the film, I downloaded the soundtrack. Nice. So um, the music of the film, uh, it was beautiful. Um, and I think everybody should watch this film for sure. Um, I I'd also think maybe Best Picture, but again, there are so many it's movies. Extremely competitive. That it's going to be competitive. The next one is Hustlers, uh-huh. um, which I actually really enjoyed the movie. I didn't Jennifer think I Lopez, was, I didn't think uh, was going to enjoy it as much as I did because they, they marketed it to be a different film. Mm-hmm. They marketed Hustlers to be this really fun, go-along, girl power, kind of no-nonsense movie, and you get into the film, and this is some really heavy content. Yes, it's mm. very girl power, but it is... There are some really good... They're really good acting by Jennifer Lopez, and there's really good acting by... Um, oh, gosh, what is her name? Um I think she was also in uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Constance mm. Wu? Yes. Um, was fantastic. Um, but they think Best Supporting Actress for Jennifer Lopez will be the nomination for this film. Um, but it was definitely, it wasn't what I expected. There was a lot of what I did expect in the film. Mm-hmm. That there was nakedness, mm-hmm. there was stripping, there, you know, was, but it was a lot meatier than you thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It, there was a, some actual content and story there. Um, the next one is The Irishman. I'm this, so excited for this I'm one. very excited. Again, this movie is three and a half hours long. It was made for Netflix. Um, a short two-week in-theater um, screening, and then you can see it on Netflix. Um, they think best picture, best director, best adapted screenplay, best production design, um, best supporting actor. It's got Martin Scorsese, yeah. Al Pacino, Robert, Robert De, Niro, De Niro, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is back. Um, yep. And Scorsese is one of my favorite filmmakers. Scorsese had to talk him out of retirement. Yes. Pesci, to come come back and do this film. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm very interested in this one. Kind of um, loosely based on uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily a true retelling, but it's uh, it's based in that world. Uh, Jojo Rabbit is okay. the next one on this list, and I know you've been waiting to talk about like this. Movie. He's the only one that has seen I this. Saw this I saw this last night, and this right now is my favorite film of the year. Wow. This is T- T- Taika Waititi. Yeah. Um, he is the guy who did uh, Thor Ragnarok. He did uh, um, What We Do in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a story of a 10-year-old boy growing up in Nazi Germany. It's towards the end of the war. He wants to be the best Nazi that he can. His mom, played by Scarlett Johansson, realizes that that is not what she wants her son to be. And she's trying to steer him in the other direction. He's a shy, quiet, introverted little boy who doesn't have a lot of friends. But he does have an imaginary friend who happens to be Adolf Hitler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> played by Tika. Or Tika, Tika, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, but, um, but it's Hitler as what a 10-year-old boy would think of. Hitler. He's this buffoonish, cartoonish character. Um, but this movie is it is absolutely hysterical, but it is also heartbreaking. It is heartwarming. Um, I absolutely love this film. And and the twist is, is he wants to be this perfect Nazi. 
And then it turns out that his mom is hiding a Jew in the house and he finds her and he develops a friendship with her and starts to realize maybe he's not, this propaganda is not what he wants to be. And it's a, it's a brilliant, brilliant film. Highly recommend that one. This was the People's Choice Award at the Toronto International Film Festival. Um, Which bodes well for it. It does, because in the past, um, that has also gone to La La Land Mm -hmm. um, and Green Book. And so now it's gone to Joe Joe Rabbit, and they are thinking this is going to be a Best Picture nomination, a Best Director nomination, a Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Supporting Actress nomination. Yeah, for Scarlett Johansson. She She was brilliant. In the film, and I'm not a huge Scarlett Johansson fan, but I she was. I, I, like, like, I like her, but she's not one of my favorite actresses. Yeah. She was awesome in this role. Um, Sam Rockwell is in it. Some of my favorite. He's one of my favorite actors. Um, just really, really good. It's PG-13. I think there's one use of the F word, and it is. It's a brilliant. He calls it an anti-hate film. It's a satire on war and the destructiveness that we can that we can cause each other. We need more anti-hate films right now. Definitely. Speaking of that, the next movie <laughs> we're going to talk about is Joker. <laughs> I really like On that the segue. opposite side of the spectrum uh, of Jojo Rabbit. So, now this film, I liked Joker it not, a lot. It may not be on the opposite side of the spectrum. It could all be imaginary as this well. This is true. This is true. That's a yep. high five on that high one. High five on that one. Um, um, did you see Joker? I have not seen Joker. So it won the yeah. Golden Lion um, at the uh, con. Yep, and so did Roma mm, before. Yes. So and Which the Shape of Water. Yeah, um, and so now we have Joker. So they kind of look at those things when they're trying to see who's going to be nominated or yeah. win Best Picture. Um, they think for this one, Best Makeup and Hair, Best Actor, Best Actor um, for but sure. But they don't have it as Best Picture on this list. But I think I think it, it's, I a think dark it's horse. Go- I think it's going to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, I think um, in the expanded best actor field, I for think, sure. Yes. Um, oh, I, I think Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, but see, I, think he, I think he's better than I think the film is good right. but I think he is better than the film totally, um, totally. I, I, I think if either of them if you could only have one of them nominated either the film or him I would say I him. would take him in a heartbeat um, and I think that's what more people are going after so we'll kind of see where that one goes Judy is the next one on this list um, I kind of talked you about really Judy enjoyed. last week I I liked this movie and I didn't like this movie at the same time because it just put a bad taste in my mouth. We all kind of knew that Judy Garland had troubles, um, troubles in her, in growing up, but this movie, whether again, I know that it's not all true because it's not a biopic, it's not a documentary, right. but it is you know historical fiction of her life. And they're thinking best actress for Renee Zellweger, and I'm not a huge Renee Zellweger fan. Mm-hmm. Some I think she it's either a hit or a miss she, for me, and she, she has not in the hit right in a role. while. Yeah. Right in the right role, she's good, but I she has a very limited range. She's yeah. one of those actresses that when I watch a film that she's in, I can't lose her. Right, like I still mm-hmm. see her in this film. I didn't see her. Oh, I saw good. Judy. And it was creepy, like it, not in a bad way, but right, it was right, just, right. she got all of the nuance of this character and the this person that we and... know. So they think best actress, best makeup and hairstyling, which I also think, um, but this movie was just heartbreaking to mm. watch. And, um, but I do recommend it. Um, the next movie on the list is little women, which Another I have version. not. Um, yeah, I ha- Little M- Women Sorry. of 1994. In 1994, the one with Wayne Ryder was nominated for three Oscars, Best Actress. Um, 
including Best Actress for Winona Ryder. But I haven't seen this movie. I haven't heard a lot about this movie. They, they're thinking it's a Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Director, Best Costume Design, Best Production Design, Best Original Score, um, Best Supporting Actress, and Best Supporting Actor. So this movie is in theater December 25th. That's cutting it very, very close. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... It's just crazy that another little woman movie would actually be up for best picture over Joker. It's kind of we- I don't yeah, see that. It's, it's weird on here. The one, um, the next one on this is Marriage Story. Now this I one am is so you're excited, excited about this. this. One. Tell us about this film. So a little bit. Adam Driver and again Scarlett Johansson um, play this this married couple, and it's the story of kind of their divorce. And it's really interesting. They did a really cool thing with the trailer. The first trailer was from his point of view. Mm-hmm. And he starts off and he's talking about what a great wife he has and how great she is with the kids. And then, so he's kind of building this picture of this happy, wonderful marriage. And then they cut to them sitting in court getting their divorce. And then it's kind of them um, going through that and the issues that they have. And then they released another trailer that was from her point of view. And it basically did the same thing. And so this is a film about... Um, this is, I don't think it's going to be a feel good story per se. Um, but I think that this is going to be a very, uh, a very heavy movie, but, um, I think that there's going to be a lot of heart in this because it's not going to be, it doesn't appear from the trailers that it's going to be like the two sides blaming each other, but they're just kind of like, we're just different people. We've kind of grown apart. Now, what do we do with our lives? And And Adam Driver looks phenomenal in this. Adam Driver's an incredible actor. He really is. I know that a lot of people may only know him from Star Wars, Mm -hmm. but he really is talented and and a great... He's more than a whiny little brat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, the music in the film is from Randy Newman. That's right. That's right. I don't know if it's like, you don't have a friend in me. (laughs) I don't want to be married to you anymore. So they're thinking best picture on this one, Mm. best director, best original screenplay, best actor, best actress, best supporting actress. That's a heavy hitter for sure. That is a heavy hitter. The next one is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This is the Quentin Tarantino Mm. movie that I I liked and disliked. I thought it was too long. Um, I loved the ending. I loved bits and pieces in the middle, and I loved the beginning. Like, I just needed to be edited down. Right. Um, They think best picture, best director, best original screenplay, best actor, best supporting actor, best production design, best costume design um and i think that's a lot for that movie um i don't know it wasn't horrible it was yeah. actually one of the i i would i would say i like that movie more than most of uh, quentin tarantino's movies um there were there was a lot about that movie that i liked um but i don't think i could see that movie again yeah it's a one-timer for me yeah the next one is pain and glory which i have not um heard a lot about i haven't heard about this that was either. best international uh feature film okay um uh foreign language film picks um uh best director they're thinking best actor hmm. uh they're thinking for this one so antonio banderas uh, oh. for best actor so i don't know it's a ton Spanish, about this film yeah okay it's a foreign language film um and uh yeah so we'll see more about that i i really like the look of the film i watched the trailer yesterday um and so i i'm intrigued but yeah i don't know a whole lot about this one the next one on their list is parasite i'm excited to see this, this one. one i saw the trailer for two days ago and i was like this is crazy this looks yep. like a crazy film so yep. it's south korea's, south korea's oscar entry mm-hmm. but the thing is is 
I'm looking at it and they have on here best international feature film. But when I was looking at just watching the trailer twice, cause it I saw be it in the picture. theater. Yeah. I saw it in the theater and I was like, what is this movie? Uh, cause you watch the beginning of the trailer and you think it's going to be one kind of movie. And then right. by the time you get to the other, the end of the trailer, you're like, is this a horror film? Like, right. is this a suspense like drama? What is this film? And so I went home and I watched the trailer two more times and I'm thinking it could go like Roma uh-huh. and it could break into mm-hmm. the best, best picture category. They're also thinking best director and best original screenplay. I definitely think if the story is anything like the trailer, best original screenplay yeah. could yeah. be it. So this is like the premise of this film. You see, and I'm just going by the trailer is that you see these, um, kind of underprivileged teenage boys that are trying to earn some money. And one of them is like, well, hey, you should go be a tutor for like this rich family. They don't really care. They're not going to check your credentials. So they make up the fact that he's a tutor. He goes into this rich house and then all of this weird stuff starts happening. Well, and then he starts recruiting his family members to be part of this world. So all of a sudden his sister becomes an art yeah, tutor. Yeah, so they're all liars. And then they bring his dad in as the gardener and... They, you know, it looks kind of like they're kind of taking, they're in, they're literally inserting themselves into these people's lives. Right. And that one looks really interesting. The critics have loved that one so far. Yeah, it looks very interesting. Um, the Report is the next one. This I'm is another this Netflix, one. or is this an Amazon movie? I think this it's is Amazon. An Amazon, Amazon Prime movie. Amazon, yeah. um, I was supposed to see this movie a couple nights ago, um, but my daughter turned 18 that night, so didn't go to that screening. <laughs> it's a uh, Steven Soderbergh movie. Adam um, Driver again. And Adam Driver is in it. Uh, the same um, director, if you've seen Aaron Brockovich, Traffic, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but they think Best Supporting Actress is going to be the only nomination from this movie. Um, it'll start streaming November 15th, so pretty soon here. Um, no, it's in theaters um, now, November right. 15th, uh, or starts November 15th this next weekend, and then it will be on Amazon Prime November 29th. Um, I really am excited about this story. I'm sad that I did not see it because it's basically um, it's like the story of the aftermath of 9-11, 9/11 mm-hmm. and, and people that are, you know, in service. So I and think it was you kind have... of the cover up of some of the things that we were doing, yes. some of the torture that we were actually doing yeah. and they tried to cover it up. And this is a, a have, journalist it's, it's trying CIA to uncover the and truth. and journalists and, and all of that. And so I like any of those kinds I of totally stories. Agree. And so I'm totally into that. Um, the next one is one of my favorite movies of the year, Toy Story 4. Love that movie. Um, they think best animated feature, best original song. I... That one surprised me because I, I was like, I don't me. know if we need this. And it turned out we yeah, did. I, I really liked it a lot more so than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was, I think it was the most funny of all. I agree. Of the I think the humor was great. As, uh, Toy Story 2 is still my favorite Toy Story movie. Agree with that. Um, but I, this I'd was say Toy such, Story 4 might be second. I, it might be second for me. Well, yeah. it, uh, you watch it again and I think kids enjoy it. But at the same time, they understand that when the first one came out, it was like, what, 1998? So yeah. those of us that were kids, you know, not us, that, but right. those, those kids, kids that watched Toy Story are now grown franchise. up, and we yeah. grew up, and, and so they've made it appeal much more to adults, and they're... I, I thought it was great. I, I think it hits all the yeah, I right I really notes. loved it. And I, this is the thing is, and I go back and forth with this because I don't want animated films not to be recognized, right? right? Because especially like last year with the amazing, or with uh, um, the amazing Superman, I was talking about that with someone yesterday, not the amazing Superman, <laughs> uh, but Into the Spider-Verse, yes. um, you know, being uh, best animated uh, feature, I really think it could have been nominated for best feature. And yep. we've had many um, animated films in the past um, that could 
could have been in that category, but they're not because they are animated films, and it takes just as much to make a good animated film as it makes it takes to make a live action. Sometimes more because it takes years mm-hmm. to make right. these animated films, and and it's sad that something like Toy Story Four. Um, just because it's animated, couldn't make best picture. Right. You know, something like Into the Spider Verse, and maybe that will change. But again, if we take away the category, then are we going to miss out on the opportunity to nominate these animated films that people should see um, because They're not we've taken the kids. category away? So I, I don't know. I, it's kind of well, a weird situation. And what would Disney do? Because that's like their guaranteed Oscar every they year. They didn't win it last I, year. I know though. they didn't. Yeah. Sony and did, they didn't and that deserve was deserve to win it last no. year. I no, didn't I care agree. for Wreck It Ralph, and I didn't really no. care for. What was their big uh, animated one last well, it had, year? It was Wreck It Ralph two, and, and then yeah, I know and there was another one. They were both just fine, but they weren't best they weren't picture best worthy picture. for uh-uh. me. Um, so the next one is the Two Popes. I have not heard a whole lot about this. It's a, a odd couple dramedy about Pope Francis and Pope Benedict. Okay, um, they think best actor, best supporting actor. So Anthony Hopkins. Mm, I do um, like Anthony Hopkins as best actor and. Um, best supporting actor would be. Oh wait, let me see if I'm reading that right. No, Jonathan Price, who plays Pope Francis. Okay, the I like cool him. Pope. I like him a lot. Um, and Anthony Hopkins plays Benedict. Um, he will run for best actor, and best supporting actor will be the other one. So they kind of okay. wrote this weird. And then a best um, adapted screenplay, best picture, maybe. Hmm. Um, but uh, we'll see. That comes out in theaters November twenty second or twenty seventh. Us. Is on the film. list. Very interesting film. Um, I I do love I do love this film. I do too. Um, mm-hmm. And they're I, the only nomination they have for it, which I think is the only really one that it best actress best actress, yeah. and that's Lupita. Yeah. Um, and she was fantastic. She I, was great. The film was great, but I don't think it's best picture no, worthy. I agree but with it definitely that. was a great film for Jordan me. Peele's a very interesting filmmaker. Yeah. yeah. 1917. I am very interested yeah. in this film. I am so excited about the director this film. of Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made. It's a it's a World War One film mm-hmm. about the uh, there's going to be an attack on a British battalion, and two soldiers have to go and warn them because they're walking into an ambush. And the entire film is set up to look like one continuous shot. Which, on a technical level, is, is hard, incredibly I mean, it's, difficult. It's to something do. you don't right. do unless you've you got to be yourself. so well storyboarded, <laughs> and the action looks incredible. There's like crashing airplanes, and well, it's there's World explosions. War I, yeah, and, yeah. Um, that one looks very interesting to me. I'm excited for that one. So the director Sam Mendes, um, the last time that he was nominated, it was for directing American Beauty, mm-hmm. which won. Yep. Um, and so now he went from that, which to is this. not aged well. So they think there's a lot of problems with that movie. Um, Best picture, they think. Best director, Mm -hmm. best Best cinematography, best editing, best sound editing, best sound uh, mixing, best original score. Um, That comes out in theaters December 25th. December 25th is a very busy weekend, by the way. Yeah. Um, And it typically is. I mean, that's usually the big Christmas release. They have usually there's a few of them out. What we don't see on this list is Star Wars, yeah. um, which makes me sad yeah. because even if it was best sound editing, um, I think it'll get some of those because, categories. Uh, you it, know, it but it's not does. a must. But people don't have it as, on a must see list, and I, it's the end of an era, and yeah. people are so bitter towards but, Star Wars. Star right Wars now. is a really rough. It, it's in a rough spot right now because of well, everything, the political climate, and fans being what they are yeah. and social media being what it is yeah. and 
I'm super excited. I'm I excited am too. I, well, I can't oh, wait. See it. Are we going to do an episode about yeah, the we last need Star to. Wars? Yeah. We need to. I think we'll, for we'll sure. absolutely do it. That, that is the first movie that I saw in the theater as a kid was Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I this was my world. This was my. Well, I think all three of us grew up watching Star oh, Wars. Totally. And, and absolutely. We're all big fans, mm-hmm. and so and. And we all enjoyed The Last Jedi, so we don't have that bitter taste in our mouths. Of, <laughs> right. That was the worst movie ever. Yeah. But, but the fandom has different. become so divided mm-hmm. anymore that I don't know what's going to – but that being said, tickets went on sale, what, a week ago, and they've already outpaced Endgame. And yeah, they're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. It's yeah. going to make its money, and I do think it will get some of the best special effects, best yeah, sound editing. It will editing. not be nominated for Best Picture, which is... No. But, I mean, honestly, I don't think it's going to be as good as Endgame for me, um, as far as Best Picture, as far as this is the end of a chapter for a storyline, because Star Wars will continue. It's just this is the end of this This is the Skywalker saga. Um, right. And so, um, but I don't think that it will finish out as strong as Endgame did. So if I had to give a spot to this kind of film to be nominated for a best picture. I would want Endgame up there yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. And I, I'm excited about star Wars. I think it'll be really, really good. I'm going to mm-hmm. enjoy the crap out of it. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I've already decided now I'm probably going to love the film and maybe that makes me a bad no, fan, no, but doesn't. I just think it that makes you a good fan. Yeah. You go in already knowing you're going to love it regardless. Like yeah. it's just like, I just love these films, you know, is there anything else that you guys saw over the past year that is not on this list that you think people should go see? Um, I'm screening Dr. Sleep on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the sequel to the shiny. How are you getting to screen it? And I don't get, I won passes it. from watchtower. Coffee we're, and we're comics. Recording but right where now. is it? But where is it playing? Because it's not on my list. Uh, it's at the gateway. Huh. Okay. Because I have <laughs> a different of which, movie. Mike but... is right back there. Hi, Mike. Mike. Hey, Mike. I won two tickets, so I'm excited to see that one. Um, <laughs> it's it's a sequel to The Shining, based on the Stephen King novel. Um, that one I'm very interested in. Um, Honey Boy looks yeah, interesting I saw that to one me. on the list. Yeah. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, which I am not a big Shia fan. But this is kind of his – he had a rough childhood being a child actor in Hollywood. And this is kind of an autobiographical take on that uh, where he's playing his father. So I think that one could be – He is such a weird dude. He is, but, but he's oh, so talented. I on my list. But I'm like, okay, that, that one I think might be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The Good Liar, uh, Helen Mirren and um, – the guy who played Gandalf, help me here. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, um, where he is basically sees her as a mark and wants to kind of take all of her money. And then it turns out that she's really good at what she does. And the two of them kind of play off of each other. Um, I think that one could be a lot of fun. He's also in Cats, by the way. Ian McKellen. Yeah. Uh, 21 <laughs> Bridges is yeah. coming out. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, being produced by the Rousseau brothers. I think that one looks really good. I'm excited for Knives Out. Mm-hmm. This is Ryan Johnson's film. Yeah, I get to see that this week. Oh, I'm jealous. Uh, coming out on Thanksgiving <sighs> Day. Um, it's a murder mystery whodunit. Um, got a star-studded cast. Chris Evans gets to swear. Cap, shame on you. But uh, <laughs> He got to swear in Endgame. That's fine. We're all good with um, it. That one I'm very excited to see. There's one called Just Mercy that's coming out. I don't know that one. Um, it's got Michael B. Jordan in it. He's also okay, producing I it. I like him. Um, right there, I'm already on board. But it is 
Uh, it's also got Jamie Foxx in it as well. Okay. Uh, and he plays a death row inmate, Jamie Foxx says. Yeah. And this is about a lawyer, oh, who, I, a I defense attorney yes. uh, named Brian Stevenson. So it looks interesting. Um, again, Michael B. Jordan's in it, so I'm usually on board at that I, point. I'm Me with that one. too. Uh, Jumanji, <laughs> the next level. Jumanji just looks the, like fun. The original yeah. surprised the heck out of me. I loved that movie. I thought Jumanji was going to be awful, and it was really well done. It's and, the same director, and they brought back uh, brought back all of the characters, but then they've added Danny DeVito. Um, well, that's it's the what the film. Grandpa. It's what the film needed was a little bit more DeVito. And I have to say that Kevin Hart won Halloween for me because oh, he dressed up as the Rock from the when, the Rock, when the Rock wore his little um, mock. Turtleneck, black, black shirt, and he put on a wig to have the big hair, and he put on the and, and he had the, the fanny, fanny, pack. fanny pack. It was fantastic. I mean, that is the most '90s picture out there, and it is so <laughs> awesome. If you don't follow both of them on Instagram, you, what oh, is wrong with you? Your life will stuff. be so much better because they make fun of each other all the time, and it makes my day. Makes my day. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Spies in Disguise, Tom Holland's animated film I'm not that excited about and not that interested in. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of really good stuff coming out. Doolittle, we didn't talk about. Oh, that I want, yeah, but I think with but that, Robert is Downey that Jr. Out, when does that come out? Is it next year? That's I thought it was next this year. year. Oh, sorry. I okay. thought it was next year, but because gotcha. I think on the... I could be wrong, that, but... That probably is, but... Let's see. So... Um, but yeah, if I if, if uh, I, I definitely love Jojo Rabbit, I'm I less excited about it now. It comes out January seventeenth, twenty twenty. Yeah, so That's it's a stinker. Kind of the dead yeah. yeah, if you got Robert Downey Jr. in your movie and it's coming out January seventeenth, it's probably not super great. Yeah, you know what? I think it's going to be amazing, true. and I don't care what you say about it. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Maybe they're trying to do a Jaws and they're trying to bring blockbusters to the beginning of the year instead yeah. of the summer when they used to be at the beginning of the year and now they're at the summer. Yep. And, and it could be. And it's been wrong. I mean, uh, Deadpool came out in February. 300, I think, came uh-huh. out in February. And those mm-hmm. films were not awful. Right. So right. Um, anything we missed that you're extremely interested in, Jake? No, just that uh, I think we had a pretty good list. Just Mercy was probably the one that I thought that looked interesting. That one does look good. I forgot about so. that one. We would love to hear what movies you think should be nominated uh, this coming up nomination season. Let us know on our Facebook page or you can email us. Yeah. And you can email us at podcastatmoviesatmakeus.com. Is that email address? Sweet. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um all the social all media. The, all the places. <laughs> you can leave us reviews. We always appreciate a good review. Um, it helps others find us uh, mm-hmm. when they're looking on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And thanks for listening. We won't see you at the movies. We don't have a song this week. It could be any song. We just listed like 50,000 movies. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I will say the soundtrack for Jojo Rabbit, they do a German version of the Beatles. I want to hold your hand at the very beginning. That sounds hostile. And it's great. It sounds oh, fantastic. Oh, it is so oh. great. And then they do at the <laughs> that end. That is not what your sounds like. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. At the end, they do We Could Be Heroes by David Bowie oh, in wow. German. And so if okay. I could sing German, I would. But those, yeah. I'm going to, on the way home, see if I can find those songs <laughs> and listen to them. That sounds fantastic. They're good. Googling right now. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We won't see you at the movies.
This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.